I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, greetings and welcome to this, I think, the 10th episode of the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, your host, Bangs in a Bun. How the hell are you? I hope you're well. First and foremost, thank you so much for all your feedback about last week's episode, which was about monogamy not being for everyone. If you haven't had a listen, please go back and do so. I'm always interested to hear people's points of view. So thank you for sharing your thoughts on that with me. I appreciate you listening and chiming in, and it's always really enlightening for me to hear other people's views, so I appreciate it. Uh, Secondly, I want to just give the standard Stringer Bell warning before we begin. Stringer Bell, my dog, the craziest Boston Terrier in town, is here with me, currently snoozing next to me, will possibly wake up during the course of this process. If and when he does, he's sick this week, he has a cough, so I'm going to just pre-warn you about that. He may be loud. This happens. Let's dive in to this week's topic, which is good versus bad, slash good versus evil, however you want to look at it. This is a debate that I have fairly often with people. Because I think it's easy to forget that people are both good and bad. We all have our redeeming qualities. We all have a tendency to be arseholes. Or some people have a tendency to commit crimes or do terrible things. But that does not negate the fact that they still have good qualities. And I think it's really easy to forget that. And especially when we hear that someone did something bad. And especially if that person happens to be in the public eye. I say all that to dive into my case in point this week which is, big sigh, Bill Cosby. This is just a topic that's kind of been difficult to avoid the past few months. And if, in case you live under a rock or something, in which case, may I join you? Um, Over the past few months, details of Bill Cosby drugging and raping numerous women have come out. I say numerous because at this point, I don't even know what the headcount is. It just seems like more and more women have been coming forward and I genuinely don't know how many it is at this point. Suffice to say, it's a lot of people. He went from being a hero to the worst kind of villain overnight, just like that, when these allegations came out. And frankly, I think it's absolutely deserved because there's no smoke without fire. The man has not been convicted, etc. yet, so I have to kind of frame all of this with the word allegedly, but where there's smoke, there's fire. This many women would not come forward, I am sure, without there being some substance to what they're saying. They're not going to do it for shits and giggles. Nobody wants to uh, make up that they've been raped. That's not a fun thing to go through. So uh, I'm going to side with the women, obviously. Uh, So here's where things get a little complicated. So for me personally, I'm a a big fan of uh, comedy. Uh, I have a lot of favourite stand-up comedians. I'm very interested in the art form. I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. I like the process. I think it's one of the most brave and raw art forms that there is. I have a lot of appreciation for it. Um, A lot of the stand-ups that I like and admire all reference Bill Cosby as an inspiration. So Cosby as a stand-up is a bit before my time in terms of favourite comics, so he was not really ever on my radar as that. But a lot of the comics whom I appreciate 
all seem to cite him as an inspiration. And from my point of view, I'm an 80s baby, so I grew up watching The Cosby Show and A Different World, and those were incredible things that did incredible things for the culture at that time, and for black culture especially. And for me, the big debate that I have heard a lot of people having actually around this is, do these allegations negate all of the good things that he's done in the world? And I, as hard as it is for me to say so, I kind of side with the no, it can't negate all of that. It can't. But it's really hard for me to say that in Bill Cosby's case. And the reason for that uh, is threefold, which I shall explain now. So first of all, Cosby doesn't actually seem to think he's done anything wrong, which is disturbing on a whole heap of levels that I don't really have time to get into right now. But clearly, dude, you, you've done some shit wrong there. And you should probably admit it. So that is what is holding people back from actually being able to see that there's a good side to Cosby because he's allegedly, quote unquote, done some terrible things to a whole lot of women and does not seem to acknowledge it at all. He's also actually, I think, publicly kind of made some flippant jokes about it, which, dude, hold the fuck on, inappropriate, you don't do it. So that is obviously making the quest to find good in Bill Cosby, even more difficult. He's not doing himself any favours there. Secondly, we are yet to see him pay for any of these crimes. So I'll be honest with you and say that I have not done an extensive amount of reading about this case because, honestly, it does just kind of reach a point where... And it's not that I'm not interested and that I do not feel for the plight of these women at all. I absolutely do. I absolutely am interested in it. But it does reach a point where it's just hard to read you know it's hard to kind of process all this information and it just it weighs heavy on your heart man I don't know if that's just part of being a woman and reading about women going through these things I'm not sure if men feel the same thing just kind of really overwhelmed when something like this happens but that's how I've been feeling about it just overwhelmed in terms of man I don't I just have reached a point where I just can't read anything it's so disturbing and so upsetting I can't read anything more about it so forgive me for not knowing all the facts of the case here in terms of I don't know what the statute of limitations is I don't know if he can now actually be punished for these crimes or what and I don't I'm not sure but because we are yet to see that happen or slash don't know if it can happen it's really difficult for us to be able to kind of put this element of Cosby's life in a box, not to cover it up, but to be able to compartmentalize it in terms of, okay, he's done a bad thing and now he's paying for it. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, so that's obviously making it difficult as well. And the third element that's making it really difficult to separate the fact that, yes, there's some good in Bill Cosby, along with this obviously pretty heinous element of him, um, the third part is that he's been profiting for years off his various things that he does, his stand-up and the TV shows and all the various work that he puts out there. He's been profiting off all of that while behind closed doors committing these horrible crimes and, and abuse against these women. So he must... He, and he was aware that he was doing this the whole time, albeit he appears to not think that he's done anything wrong. But... I think that is what is making it really hard for people to get to grips with the fact that we can't separate it out in a logical way of like, he's done these horrible things, but yet he's contributed all these really great things to 
um, to art and, and media and culture. So, I mean, I think it's right that his... Sh sorry, that Stringer Bell just shaking himself off as he wakes up. Um, I think it's right that his TV, TV shows and things have been taken off the air at this point. I absolutely do think that's the right thing to do. Um, because it's clear that Cosby has this awful and manipulative and abusive and rapist side to him. Uh, brackets, allegedly, but, you know, I think it's fair to say some stuff's going on there, Bill. Um, so I think it's fair that those things have been taken off the air because it's not fair while these allegations are coming out and these women are going through, be, kind of being publicly tried uh, because, you know, nobody believed them until this old kind of um, testimony, testimonial or, or whatever word you want to use came out where Cosby kind of basically admitted that he had done these things. Nobody was believing these women, so they've been put through the ringer. Um, so I think they've done enough suffering uh, to they should not have to turn on their TV and see a rerun of the Cosby show. That's some bullshit. So absolutely, it should have been taken off the air. But I think we do also have to acknowledge the fact that he has created some great work that has contributed to the culture. And I think it's fair to say that probably in his family members' eyes, he's probably a really good husband and father. You know, we don't know Bill Cosby. We know a persona that he's put out there. Obviously, there's some stuff going on behind closed doors. But to the people in his life who know him, you know, there's been plenty of people who stepped up and said, he's a great guy, etc. So... Can we dismiss all of that? If those people know him, we don't really know him. It's This one is really hard. What I'm saying is I'm struggling with it because usually I am very much on the side of like, well, we've got to look for the good in the person and they can't be all bad. And But in Cosby's case, I guess my main point is Bill, just own up. Own up and apologise and, you know, seek some kind of way to pay for what you've done so he should either obviously be doing some prison time um and apologize and make amends and you know make you can't make it right because these things have been done but you do you understand what i'm trying to say i don't know i could kind of go on about that all day but that's i think why most people are struggling in the cosby case to be able to find some good in him is because he has maintained a level of arseholery throughout it that is making us really find that hard to do. The other case that I kind of always reference, or that is always referenced to me in particular, is Mike Tyson. So I am a big boxing fan, and as such, I am a massive Mike Tyson fan. And I make no apologies for that. I'm also a pretty rampant feminist. And people find that really confusing. How can you be a Mike Tyson fan and be a feminist? I'll tell you how. You know, people say he's a convicted rapist. Yes, absolutely, he is. He did serve time for a rape back in the 90s. That was 20-some years ago, peeps. So, yes, he's a convicted rapist. However, he is also one of the best boxers to have ever roamed the planet. His talent in that art form is undeniable. He has an incredible skill, an incredible flair for, for what and what he achieved in his time, in his prime during that sport was nothing short of incredible. And that's not hyperbolic to say that at all. So I think in the case of Tyson, the argument that I always make is, 
first of all, people who make this point to me that, oh, he's a convicted rapist, that appears to be actually the only thing that they know about Mike Tyson. And I'm not saying it's an invalid point. It's completely valid. It is part of the fabric of who he is. It is part of his makeup. He, it's part of his life. That he, you know, he's, he embraces the fact that that's part of his life. It's an unfortunate part of it. But I think what people often like to do is kind of dismiss factors that lead to certain types of behavior. Okay, so kind of dismiss like, oh, you know, everybody knows right from wrong. And, you know, oh, boohoo, someone had a rough childhood, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so to know anything about Mike Tyson, which let me just preface this by saying, if you've not read his autobiography, I highly recommend it whether you're a boxing fan or a Mike Tyson fan or not, or you're just interested in learning a bit more about him as a person, it is an excellent book. Um, what I would say in the case of Mike Tyson, and really, this goes for anybody, learn their backstory. Mike Tyson, yes, is a convicted rapist. Is that all he is? No. Were there a ton of factors in his life that led to that point? Absolutely. And does it justify it? No, it really does not. But it makes it understandable. So in terms of all the shitty cards that someone could be dealt in life to have to deal with from birth, Mike Tyson got those cards. Trust me, the guy did not have an easy upbringing. To say, oh, everybody knows good from bad. No, again, wrong. Some people weren't taught that. In the case of Tyson, 100% true. He did not have a good upbringing. He was not in a stable home. His role models, and I use that term lightly, um, were frankly not good people who did not show him things. He learned about life on the streets around people who were not teaching him good things. Let's just put it that way. I think you should read the book read his autobiography to understand more. Um, and then when he was kind of plucked out of obscurity um, and picked up by the, the uh, Castamato, his, his boxing coach, he was trained to think and fight a certain way, which made him the champion that he is, but was also really disturbing on a lot of levels, the, the way he was programmed to think. And he was an impressionable young guy when this happened. And he got an incredible amount of money and an incredible amount of fame all at one time uh, leading up to that event. Now, yes, he is absolutely a convicted rapist. I will just say this. Look into that case that he was convicted for. Uh, to know anything about the case, I'm just going to say this. Tyson went to prison and served his time for it. He was made an offer to get an early release from prison if he apologized to the victim of that crime. He opted to not do that because he has maintained, even now, 20 years after the fact, that he never committed that crime. He will say, though, that he has done a bunch of other terrible shit in his life that warranted him getting that prison time. So the way that he saw it was, you know what, this is karma for all the other terrible things I've done in my life, so I'll take that prison time but he has always maintained that he did not do that crime. You know what? Only him and that girl were in that room, so I, I'm not going to comment on it any further than that, except to say I don't know many people who would opt for more prison time over just saying sorry, right? He could have lied and just said sorry to get out and keep making his money as a boxer. He opted to not do that. 
since his release from prison, which, by the way, was over 20 years ago, um, I think you need to now observe the way he lives his life now. And again, th there's many people who just write him off as like Mike Tyson, convicted rapist, bit someone's ear off. Yeah, you know, he's the first to admit that he has done some terrible shit in his life. And when you listen to Tyson now and watch interviews with him now, this is a man who is doing everything in his power to turn his life around and be a good person. He is really trying. And so I really feel for him at this point that that is all that people are going to remember him for. And that's some people just dismiss him and write him off as, you know, he was an absolute lunatic. And I think the interesting thing about Tyson is that he fully acknowledges that. He, you know, he... He, any, any interview I've seen with him over the past, I would say, five to ten years has been basically him, you know, nobody feels worse about the shitty things Tyson's done in his life than Mike Tyson. And he has spent ample time, he's literally served his time in prison, he's spent ample time trying to make amends for that and become a good person. He's now a married man, he's a father, he's trying to do all of these good things, he's trying to run a business, he's trying to live his life and rebuild the best way that you can, as a lot of convicts do. So to not afford him the opportunity to do that, I think is actually just really unfair. You know, he's trying to do everything he can to turn his life around and to reduce his entire life down to this one incident for which he has always said he hasn't done, but has admitted to plenty of other things and served his time and did it willingly. And furthermore, you know, he's paid for it in terms of time served. So to reduce his life to that and to dismiss his achievements as a boxer and the incredible talent that he had, I think is really prejudicial and unfair and kind of offensive. And I say that because none of us would want to be treated that way. You know, relating it to ourselves, I think, you know, it may not be a, a crime that we've done. But we all have something that we've done in our lives that we'd rather forget. Every single last one of us. We all have behaved in ways in our past that are unbecoming to the person who we are now, right? But the difference is nobody else knows about it but us. And perhaps the select few people who may have been involved in whatever incident it was that took place in your life. It wasn't on a public scale. We're not celebrities. So we have... We've been afforded that luxury of being able to cover those things up, sweep them under the carpet, move on, reconstruct, rebuild our lives and tell the story that we want to tell. We've been allowed the opportunity to become who we want to become because it didn't take care, take, take place on a grand scale like that, right? So when it's us, if we do something shitty in our lives, you know, I've probably done something crappy to someone in the past and that person judges me off that one incident, still now, you know, however long ago it was. And I may be thinking to myself, man, but I'm a different person now. I've done a lot of growth and I've done a lot of work on myself and that's not who I am anymore. But to that one person, I'm always going to be that. And I think, oh, that's so unfair. But we do that to other people all the time. And I think that's really my main point with this entire episode is just, you know, I guess, you know, do unto others and all that. You've got to treat people how you want to be treated. And even though it's really hard, and I understand fully, especially in the case of Tyson, why people find it really hard to look past the bad thing that's, that he's done and appreciate 
um, or at least have a modicum of respect for the fact that he's trying, man. He's trying to become a different person and learn and grow and have those opportunities that we have all had to live our lives the way that we want to live it. I'm going to end on this point. My father, back in his younger days, once lived with a guy who had done 20 years for murder. Convicted murderer, served 20-some years. And my dad will tell you, yeah, nice guy. <laughs> you know, he'd served his time, he'd come out. I mean, my dad will also say, to be fair, wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him, but he'd served his time, he'd come out, he was living his life. And so that guy, yeah, he had a past where he'd done some shitty things, but he was trying to move on and become a good person and be judged by the way he was living his life in that moment, which to me seems fair. In the case of Cosby, we're yet to see that happen, right? But do we, we've got to try and find a way to somehow honor the work that he's done while still finding his behavior abhorrent. I'm struggling with it. I don't really have any advice on it. I'm finding it hard to do. But I guess I kind of wanted to discuss it today and see what you guys thought. So as always, I love to get your feedback. So tweet me at bangs in a bun. I'm also on Instagram at bangs in a bun. My website is bangsinabun.com. Um, feel free to tweet me. Use the hashtag NoBSPodcast. Let me know your thoughts on this. Good versus evil. Can someone ever really be all evil or all good? What are your thoughts? And of course, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, pretty please do that. Go to iTunes and subscribe the No BS podcast on there. If you could um, rate it and review it as well, that would make me love you for all of time, basically. Um, so yeah, please do that. I'm going to be back next week with a fresh episode. In the meantime, have a glorious weekend. Thank you for listening. Catch you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.